Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, when Bobby Blades and I were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had a lot of questions. How do we record an episode? How do we get our show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do we make money from our podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free. That's one of my three favorite four-letter F words. It's also ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, admittedly, I am not a rocket surgeon. I'm not tech savvy. I need things to be super simple. Anchor makes it easy for us. We create the content and Anchor does all the rest of the work. I dig that the most. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join the Inhumans and a diverse community of like-minded degenerate podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. You know I'll be listening. shouldn't be a problem i should be i should pretty much be fine from here on out i don't think i'm gonna go super robotic yeah maybe just i don't know if if it gets real bad then i'll say something about it but if it's just like a second or two i'm not even gonna bother bringing it up okay if anything it might be just quick little bursts like that sunspots yeah dude a lot of a lot of people are being are turned off from uh apple products these days like burbs Burbs has had an iPhone for years and he's done with it. He's he basically like fuck Apple now. He went back to Android. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not at that point. Cause I, I still do like my iPhone. It's just I'm not gonna upgrade every year. I'm sick of it. And they force you to oh yeah, this is what I was getting at, because I'm trying to stick with the six, but it can only last for so long. They make them so that they only last for so long. And the last time I went to the Sprint store. I overheard uh, some of the employees talking and they said that they just got word from Apple not to replace any more parts for um, uh, for the uh, six. You know, wow. basically any of okay. the older phones. See, that's like, fucked they, up right there. Yeah, it really is. They're, they're really just trying to force you to, to upgrade. So they're not so nothing like screens, batteries, any any work that needs done. They're like nothing I can do for you. Buy some new shit, you know. Well, you're pretty good because you've gone five generations of iPhone because they got the iPhone 11 now. 
I know. Yeah, so, my mother has it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, see, I'm just one generation behind so far. Um, I really hope they put the headphone jack in because that would be great. Yeah, I mean, I know that there's, I know that there's an adapter that you can get. Yeah, but it's still, it's not that extra jack for uh, what was it, a three millimeter or a five millimeter, some shit like that for the headphones. Yeah. It's just a firewire jack for an Apple product. Oh, with a with a <laughs> with a little headphone jack attached to it, so you could plug in your phone and talk on it at the same time. But it's yeah. it's a waste, man. It's not even worth it. Uh, yeah, this this actually the six. This might actually be my last iPhone. I might go back to Android because I'm not I'm not exclusive to anybody. I'm not one of those people who's like fuck android or fuck apple i don't care just give me something that does what i needed to do nah but you know what you got your garage bin your like main production type thing on iphone so that's true until i get my studio set back up. yeah that's, that's right habit. when you get it set up then you won't have to rely on your phone right yeah oh and i'm recording this because you know we got some good combo going on right now <laughs> <laughs> okay we could release know. it as a bonus or something <laughs> yeah I don't know how much of this we'll be able to use, but we'll see. Well, we're not talking (laughs) shit about anybody, so that's good. (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) So, all right, so we can do the open. The open should be easy. Uh, I don't know what we're doing for the other stuff. Uh, Well, I was thinking, oh, can you run that name by me again? Because I forgot what it was. What name? The name of the segment, the the sci-fi segment. Oh, uh, what did I call it? Oh, yeah, I was thinking either... It was something cool. Confirmed sighting or verified sighting or something like that. Oh, confirmed sighting. Yeah, okay, confirmed sighting. That's what it was. Okay. Because that... It was to show that we had actually confirmed uh, watching it or seeing it or whatever, (laughs) something like that. Right. And it just, it works. It <clears throat> what we're doing, you know? It yeah. It's with the whole paranormal thing. Can I say it like Space News? And be like, confirm sighting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's piss off the ATT. Yeah, guys. right. You're going to make them mad. It's like, I'm not coming on your show now, you bastards. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't steal my gimmick. That's gimmick infringement. <laughs> Right. Cease and desist, eh? Cease and desist. (laughs) You know, I've listened to them so much that I don't even hear the Canadian accents anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I picked up on it right from the jump before I even knew that they were from Canada. Because I think um, when I first started listening to them, I told you, I was like, yeah, man, these are some cool dudes. They're like some regular guys. They're like... A Canadian version of us mixed with the with the wrestling side marks. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even mention they were from Canada. I could just hear, just you know, pick up the little nuances. Oh yeah, and uh, when it's uh, whenever I hear say a boot, a boot, <laughs> a boot, yeah, yeah, <laughs> out in a boat, <laughs> out in the boot, yeah, man. Um, I haven't had a chance to listen to their uh, latest episode, but it's up. It's ready. Yeah, it's a good episode. Definitely check it out when you get a chance. Did you listen to that uh, Conspiracy Cafe that I I sent you the video on? 
Uh, I only checked out that clip. I didn't check out the uh, episode. Yeah, the show's pretty legit, man. It's like laid back and chill, but it's fun. They got a um, this guy, him and his girlfriend. They do the show together, and it's like it's pretty good. They don't like they get into a little banter and then they kind of get lost in you know talking back and forth and then they actually get into the stuff that they've been meaning to talk about it's funny that's cool uh but yeah it's it's a down-to-earth kind of show it's real good okay Um, i'll check them out yeah and i've got uh i've got two two, um not twitter two itunes reviews um one from papa dave that he apparently sent a year ago Oh wow! Um, and then one from uh, the dude from Conspiracy Cafe. So you know, I'll read those two, and we'll give we'll give some shout outs. That's cool. <clears throat> yeah, hopefully right. there's more reviews coming. And I think I told you the last time we spoke. I have a legit phobia, and I don't think I went into what that phobia was because it's difficult for me to even talk about. No, you didn't because I I'm trying to look back and think and. I don't recall anything you getting into okay. detail about it. Oh, I definitely didn't go into detail because, it, like I said, it's difficult for me to talk about. But I think I did tell you that I have a legit phobia. Are you afraid of ants? <laughs> Am I? Well, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. you got antophobia. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I can't. Even, honestly, I can't even talk about it. Like so that that was kind of like me and spiders uh, back Ooh. then. But like now yeah. I'll I'll get close to a spider enough to capture it just so I could throw it outside. Yeah. A lot of people are afraid of spiders. I actually like spiders. I don't mind spiders. Well, I, I mean, told I you why, right? I told you the story of why I'm afraid of spiders, why I freak out. Oh, I think you might have. Did you? What 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 happened? When I was a kid, we was on a trip to Maine. <clears throat> And we made a pit stop because I had to go to the bathroom and we went out into this field, you know, to relieve ourselves. And while I was out there, I noticed there was a bunch of different spiders like crawling on my hands and, you know, jumping on me. And I started to freak out, Um, got back to the car and we must have like ran into like eggs that were hatching or something like that because there were there were little tiny spiders everywhere they were crawling they were on they were on me they were crawling on my dad like it it was like they were coming out of his sweatshirt and everything there were spiders everywhere you told (laughs) me that a while ago yeah Yeah. and so like i my mind kind of goes back to that whenever i see a spider and i just get ultra creeped out yeah, that, that makes sense. I, I, I can understand that. I, I can't I don't even want to go into I don't even want to go into how I was traumatized. Ugh. Did somebody I, bury you and then like dude, put no, ants? Dude, honestly, we have to we can't we have to move on. I can't even talk about it. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I really can't. Like it, it's bad. It's pretty fucking bad. Just you you it, don't like ants. I, ugh. I was traumatized. You're going to have to tell me sometime, though. I want to know. I don't know. I'll I'll try. I'll try. I'll try to tell you at some point. I didn't. I never read the Ant-Man comics, but like I was heavily into the X-Men, the New Mutants and stuff like that back in the day. But I did see the Ant-Man movies. I I can't. There's no way I can do it. (laughs) Just just because like um, like they only show the ants a couple of times, though. That's that's way too much for me. 
Okay, but yeah. yeah. Did you see Endgame yet, though? I saw Endgame. Yeah. Okay, all right, cool. Sure did. Shit, man, you sounded. This is the best you've sounded in a while. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna sound a million times better when I can use my actual microphone. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> but right now, it's not. It's not like tinny in a tube or something like that. You sound a lot better. Right. <laughs> you don't sound like you're on a phone anymore. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that is, man, I, I hated that. I always hated that. Will you accept yeah, this call from Ohio State <laughs> Correctional Facility? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So you want to try to get through this uh, this intro? Yeah. You're probably going to hear my cat meowing because she's hanging out. She wants something to eat, I guess. But it's not even that's supper fine. time. Yeah. She's got to wait. You got to wait a little while, baby. You can't have nothing yet. And mommy's downstairs. I feel her pain. <laughs> Dude, I have. I was uh, I was at the bank today. I had to open up a checking account to pay my bills. Um, and it took so long. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, damn, why am my ATM card working? I had to keep going back in. Then they had to make some calls. By the time I got out of there, I was honestly ready to pass out. I could feel my blood sugar drop. Yeah. I was like, I just want to go home and eat. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, man. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. I know. Dude, I seriously, like, I, I went out with my kid's mother, and we got some food. We ate a lot, too. And I was pretty much satisfied when we left. But then by the time I got home, I'm like, damn, what am I going to get to eat? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's the anxiety that burns it. It just like uses it all up and all your energy's gone, then you gotta eat some more. Maybe, I don't know, man, but I just, I don't know. I stay hungry. Yo, cause I remember last night, or no, the night before I had um, chop suey, and I had plenty of protein, plenty of vegetables, all that. And like an hour later, I was ready to eat again. I was like, what the fuck? This should have held me for at least three and a half to four hours. Yeah. I know, I know I overeat. <clears throat> I know that I do because I never get enough. <laughs> Gotta fill that plate. I'm like a, I'm like a goldfish. <laughs> as long as there's, as long as there's food in front of me, I can keep eating. Oh, I thought you meant because your memory's bad. You forgot if you ate or not. I'm like a goldfish in so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Your new rap name, Bobby the Goldfish. <laughs> Could be but but you're not the snack that smiles back. <laughs> the wholesome snack that smiles back and <laughs> bite their heads off. <laughs> that was my favorite goldfish commercial. Uh. <laughs> the wholesome snack that smiles back until you bite their heads off. I'm like, fuck, that's dark. This is <laughs> that's hella dark, yo. I never even heard that. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, that they must have not allowed it in my part of the state. They're like, no, man, play, y'all can't have played, this. It played so much on TV, man. I'm going to see if I can find it on YouTube and send you that. Man. Yeah, because I want to hear that. Damn, we just said, <laughs> the snack that smiles back, goldfish. <laughs> right. <laughs> Didn't say nothing about biting heads off. <laughs> oh, dude, this. Uh, I, all right. So I last night or yeah, last night I completed the 16, right? 
And so you're either going to be like, what the fuck? And scratch your head or you're going to love it. (laughs) That's all I can (laughs) say. Why can't it be both? (laughs) Maybe maybe it'll be both. You know, I I don't know if I got it like I used to have it. But, you know, there's something there. It's uh, like I said, um, when I texted you, it's kind of like you, God, and um, and a little bit of Method Man. Okay. So, it, you know, it's it's in that vein of style right there. And like when I say you God, it's when he was talking like a bunch of nonsense. Well, <laughs> no, that would be old dirty bastard. <laughs> all right, never mind. <laughs> Maybe it's the entire Wu Tang clan all rolled up in it's the, the one. entire clan. I never understand what <laughs> any of them. I never understand what the fuck any of them is talking about. Most, especially Ghostface. I never know what the fuck he's talking about. That's why. All right. I got to say now I never gave him enough credit back in the day because I always forgot that it was Ghostface on the mic. Uh, But he had the high pitched voice. And I was like, I used to rhyme like that. But my rap style, my wording was in the style of RZA. But my microphone style was in the style of Ghostface. Yeah. So this is the wildest shit, man. Like I, I really I dig his writing style a lot. You Hell know. yeah, man! I I just heard um, him on the Joe Rogan Experience um, yesterday, and oh yeah, yeah, he brought up a lot of Wu Tang shit. Okay, you know what? It's funny. Would not we're going off into Wu Tang? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I had I had different favorites at different periods of time. You know, yeah. Like uh, initially, the first the first Wu Tang member I ever heard was Jizza because um, Words from the Genius came out and I heard it on a college radio um, here in Cleveland. As soon as it came out, I was like, fuck, man, this dude got punchlines and I'm like, I really dug his flow. So I just like, I ran out to the store and bought the cassette. <laughs> that day. Oh, shit. Words and from the I, Genius. Yeah, then no. I also heard Prince Rakeem and I was like, yo, this dude is dope. And I had no <laughs> idea. At that time, I had no idea they were connected. Yeah, you know, until I heard on uh, on Words with the Genius on a couple of songs, he mentioned Prince Rakim. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> like, so you, know. you didn't have the version of the album that had Pass the Bone? No, because it wasn't on the cassette. Oh, okay. Yeah, or I had the CD, least, and they had Pass the least, Bone on it. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't on the cassette at all. I think it's on. I think it came out on the cassette on later pressings, but at least for the original pressing. Uh, it wasn't on there. That's so wrong because that was like the hottest song. Right. <laughs> right. But it wasn't what Cold Chillin' wanted, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't understand. The woo was too slamming for these cold killer labels. Ain't had it <laughs> since I seen Aunt Mabel. Yeah, Aunt Mabel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was the shit. But yeah, the Jizza, he was like, he was the second dopest, I would say, because I really connected with the Rizza at first. When I, when I first heard him on the Wu-Tang, it was like, all right, Ghostface, he's crazy, he's wild. And the old Dirty was just out there. And then the Rizza came in. Bam! I was like, damn, this is the shit. I was blown away when I heard what RZA was doing with Wu-Tang because I was like, damn, that's not Prince Rakeem. Not anymore. (laughs) Oh, we love you, Rakeem. Like, man. Um, But I heard, um, again, on college radio, I heard Method Man uh, Panty Raiders 
before I knew who Method Man was. They played it on the they played it on a college station. Yeah, we talked about this. This was when I was talking about that Nas tape that came up before Nas dropped Illmatic. Oh yeah, because now yeah, he was on live at the barbecue with Main Source. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, I heard Panty Raider and and I remember hearing it and it was before I knew who Method Man was and I think I might have only heard it once or twice. And then like everything started coming together when Wu-Tang actually came out with their shit. I'm like, yo, that's that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's the genius and Prince Rakim and here's that Panty Raiders dude. I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, so I was just, I was blown away. But I had different favorites at different times. Initially, it was the genius. And then I guess it became, I would say it became uh, Method Man. Meth was my favorite for a while. Um, which I mean, it was obvious. Like when when they when they dropped their first album, Jizza was positioned as that guy. Like he was the man. Like if you listen, I think he appears on more songs than anybody else. He's one of only two solo songs on the album, and he yeah. had the coveted anchor spot on every song. All right. Well, Ghostface always opened up because he was like the hypest. Yeah. Well, Ghostface and. Uh, and Raekwon, Raekwon opened uh, Seventh Chamber. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, oh shit! And Deck, Deck opened. Uh, Deck opened. Um, oh, first to set it off, it's the Inspector Deck. I smoke yeah. on the mic like smoking Joe oh, Frazier. Joe Frazier, <laughs> the Hellraiser. Yeah. Oh yeah, and dude, man, I gotta say, I slept on Deck for so long. I slept on Deck for years because for years he was just like. All right, he's there too. You know, he just fills out the numbers and everything. <laughs> and it took a long time for me to really appreciate his lyricism. Damn. No, I liked it right away. I just never completely connected with it, but I dug yeah. it. I was like, okay, this guy's dope. You know, I, I can see why he deserves to be here. Right. Yeah. I mean, his, his verse on Bring the Ruckus... Um shit his verse even his verse on protect your neck was powerful and then it just solidified it when he came with uh on uh triumph oh shit yeah man abomatomically like man that whole fucking verse from beginning to end that just solidified it for me i'm like man that might be my favorite right now you heard what he did (laughs) with 7l and esoteric of czarface right no. He's got a group called Czarface with 7L and Esoteric and yo, they bring it. I didn't know. I didn't realize that was them. I, yeah. I'm familiar with Czarface. I've yeah. heard Czarface. That's oh, uh, 7L, Esoteric, and Deck. I didn't realize that was them. Yeah, man. You gotta check that shit out. What the fuck? I've heard, <laughs> I've heard a handful of this shit. I didn't yeah. realize that was them. Why did that get by me? And then the album they did with MF Doom, Zarface meets MF Doom. Fucking nice. bomb. Nice. I like how MF Doom does a lot of shit with a lot of different people. Yeah. Like, he, he has so many official groups with so many people. It's yeah. uh, it's called Zarface meets Metal Face. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, definitely check that album out. Look it up. Hashtag look it up. <laughs> Hell yeah, man, for sure. Holy shit. Wow, that's a crazy 
crazy collaboration <laughs> it is man but it's good because i mean esoteric is just wild out there and he fits in yeah. perfectly with deck i've been a fan of esoteric for so long um i like his earlier solo shit when he wasn't afraid to be i'm just gonna say nerdy you know he wasn't afraid to be nerdy and silly i like i kind of like that shit from him um, okay I, I like I like everything that that he did also with um well the uh, first time I heard him he was on the JMT when they did yeah. that that whole squad song together uh, I think okay. it was violent by design okay okay yeah I mean I like all of that shit too I like I do I really do but I like his like I, I became familiar with him during his earlier shit he was just doing silly shit like protocol and word association and shit like that. Um, I don't know. I just kind of liked that. I felt like that was him. And when when he when he started doing shit with Jedi mind tricks, I mean they've always been they've always been associated with each other. But when they officially came together, I got the feeling that he felt like he had to be harder than he actually was. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Um, not that he wasn't good at it, but to me it, it was like. Ah, come on, man! I know that you do this silly shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know? was he doing like Aesop Rock type stuff back before then? You know, just uh, that that nerd style. I mean, it, it doesn't kinda, suck, but it was just like the real witty wordplay and like, yeah, you know, not the yeah. hardcore shit. Yes, he was. He was. He was. He he relied more heavily on just straight up MC and b boy and wordplay, you know, metaphors punchlines shit like that um so it kind of like star wars samples <laughs> oh <laughs> shit i got i gotta <laughs> check that out now and I, I didn't hear any of his older stuff yeah it, it's good shit like i said i like all of his jedi mind trick shit but to me it was like it was like he felt like he had to amp it up and be more hardcore and more violent because he was rolling with these other dudes who talk a lot about punching motherfuckers in the face <laughs> yeah. you know what's strange though the first JMT album I heard it was like a lot about straight MCing and not a lot about the hardcore shit yeah the the psychosocial something or other yeah, it, it was a really long title okay you heard that <laughs> album before right I, pro- I probably heard some of it I've never you know, I never owned it, so I never listened from beginning to end or anything, but I'm sure I've heard stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had that song, Chinese Water Torture. It was pretty wild. Mm, okay. I think I might have heard that. And this was before uh, Vinny Paz's voice got all raspy. <laughs> That's funny. He sounded he so mad different, for real. He did an entire fucking album with his jaw wired shut. <laughs> when was this? I don't know. I can't tell you. I can't. I don't know what album it was, but oh, I know shit. that he did a whole album with his jaw wires. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, man, I gotta get this finished. Yeah, and he did it before Kanye. He did it before <laughs> Kanye did it. <laughs> I don't want to hear about that dude no more. <laughs> Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, about um, esoteric about him kind of amping up the hardcore. I felt kind of the same way about the genius if you listen to what he was doing on 36 Chambers. Like, cause my first, like I said, my first exposure to him was on words from the genius where he was just about punchlines and witty rhymes and shit like that. 
all right. on 36 on 36 chambers since he's rolling with all these street dudes he's up there with ghostface and and raekwon and everything i felt like he kind of felt like he had to amp up the hardcore yeah and he was and he's good at it but to me it felt it, it didn't feel authentic uh i felt like he didn't really embrace his own voice and his own style until liquid swords right now see i would feel the same way if i had heard words from the genius first but the first time i heard him was on enter the 36 chambers so i thought that was just him you know right that makes sense that makes sense if that was your first exposure to him yeah i didn't hear words from the genius till much later yeah probably about like 96 97 something like that yeah, shit, I bought that shit when it first came out. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I feel like I felt like Liquid Swords was his definitive voice. Oh, hell yeah, Liquid Swords still, still holds up to this day, man. Like, best. Yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah, it's right up there. One of my favorite Wu-Tang albums. I would say the first wave of Wu-Tang solo albums are probably the most classic. Yeah, I think so. Like you got, like first you got Takao, then you got Liquid Swords, then you got Return to the 36 Chambers, then you got um, Only Built for Cuban Links, and then Iron Man. What? (laughs) That was, that was like the fucking ultimate right there. Yeah, get this. I've I've never heard Only Built for Cuban Links from beginning to end. Never heard it. Really? Damn. I played that tape out so much. I never, I never felt compelled to, I never felt compelled to buy it. Holy you know? shit, that was a dope ass album, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I know that it was because I've heard a lot, I've heard a lot off of it. But like, as far as I was concerned, I was like, okay, this is the gangster shit of Wu Tang, and that just didn't appeal to me. Oh, the okay. Gangst, the gangster shit just didn't, it just did not appeal to me. Yeah, I didn't even look at it as that though. I saw it more as like, all right, we got Raekwon and Ghostface up on here. And then they got like special guest appearances by Sons of Man. And like, it it was just that woo shit, man. But it was like Raekwon's woo shit. And so, I don't know, I was down with it. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate it now for what it is. I've still never heard it from beginning to end, but like, I've heard, I've probably heard every song that was on it. <laughs> yeah, you, you know? probably have. And I definitely, and I definitely dig it. I definitely dig it, but I'm just like, eh, just give me some hip hop, man. I'm just talking about beats, <laughs> rhymes, and fucking punchlines and shit, you know? So, what'd you think of Iron Man then? Pretty much the same. See, the thing is, like, I have so much trouble understanding what the fuck Ghostface <laughs> ever talking about. <laughs> Man, I didn't care. Most of the time, I just kind of flowed along with it. And it was like, all right, I don't know what he's talking about. These guys kind of got their own language. But, you know, I was just going with it. And the beats, man. Oh, the beats were luscious. Oh, yeah. The beats are always incredible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't know, man. I think, uh, I don't know, man. I would say, I think to date, my favorite, still my favorite Wu-Tang affiliate albums other uh, besides 36 Chambers, because that's number one. That's at the top of the pile. Um, I, I would say uh, 
Old Dirty's first solo and Liquid right. Swords. <laughs> uh, Return to the 36 Chambers and Liquid Swords. Those are my two favorites. I thought you were going to say Takao because I know how you feel about meth. I like Takao. I like Takao, but I felt like... I felt like it could have been better. Yeah, I can see you know? that. It was real... Uh, it was stupid dark. Let's just, that was, album... That was like yeah. uh, like avant-garde rap. It, it was really, yeah. really strange. But I dug it, but it was strange. <laughs> it was really good shit, man. The beats, yeah, I, I dug the beats and everything. Um, I don't know what I think was missing. I don't even, like, the mix, all of the mixes, like, it, it definitely had, like, a gritty, muddy sound, the whole thing. And I don't, I guess that was by design. Yeah, because, I mean, but, like I said, the whole thing, it just felt dark to me. It was yeah. like, it was not the Method Man that I was used to hearing on, like, 36 Chambers. Right. Yeah. But it was good shit. I mean, I, and of course, of course, of course I like the Blackout, but Redman <laughs> is, Red is my number one favorite rapper. Yeah. Well, my favorite album by Redman is There Is A Dark Side. That's my favorite, too. Yeah. <laughs> and that album yep. was dark as fuck. It was it was it was bottom heavy, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he was, had the funk aspect, he had the wordplay, yeah. but I mean, the the sound was real dark. The beats were dark, dark and everything. Yeah. It was it was bottom heavy. It was like a, it was like a funkadelic album. He had that funkadelic style, that dark funk, that dark psychedelic funk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my that's definitely my favorite Redman album. Yeah. Something about. Bruce Lee riding a Fuji in a movie. <laughs> in a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. God damn, whatever happened I'm, to hip hop? I mean that's beyond that's like I I could say that that's my favorite like that's one of my all time favorite albums. Not even just one of my favorite Red Man my favorite Red Man album. That's one of my favorite albums ever of any genre any artist with Redman it was hit or miss for me there were a couple albums that I was into and a couple that I just wasn't really feeling and like Mm -hmm. the ones that come to mind are probably what the album There Is A Dark Side and then Doc's The Name like just those three yeah Yeah. like those those really stick out to me yeah I got Doc's The Name on vinyl (laughs) (laughs) shit cutting it up I have um I think I have all of his albums to date. Um, he he had one album that I just flat out did not like. Yeah, you and the one you told me to avoid because it sounded like really weird. Reggie is the album. Reggie, and okay. Yeah, it just he did a lot of like I didn't like the production. It sounded like um, he was trying to fit in with the current time that it came out. There was a lot of auto tune. <clears throat> um, then I found out later he only did that album to uh, to finish out his obligation with Def Jam. Oh, the only reason. And I also didn't realize until until I heard him mention it in an interview. And I went back and listened. Never once on that album did he refer to himself as Redman. He only referred to himself as Reggie. <laughs> That's fucking wild. He just wanted to get the hell off of Def Jam. Why didn't he just like release an album somewhere else under the name Redman or 
you know, because he was just he wasn't calling himself Redman on that thing, right? I mean, technically, technically, it was a Redman album. Okay. So, the, so that, so, like on the on the cover of it, it says Redman, but the title of the album was Red, or the title of the album was Reggie. And and what like, was it like trap music or something? No, I wouldn't say it was trap. Okay. It was just it was just like um, you know it was just like a bunch of fruity loop production. So everything <laughs> so everything sounded really thin and really you know synthed out like the fucking fruity loop sound. You trying to talk shit about my fruity loops, man? What? <laughs> I, dude, I can't get into fruity loops. I don't like this. I don't like the way it sounds. Fruity loops just it, it's like a dentist drill to me. Man, I thought you liked that beat that I had made on FL Studio. With I the, mean, it had like the chimes in it, had like the little piano and everything. I know what you're talking about. I mean, I, <laughs> I like some stuff. It's just, it's not necessarily like I've heard songs produced on Fruity Loops that I like the melody and everything, but it's just something about the frequencies that that bother me. Really. Yeah, Holy yeah, shit. it always has since the very beginning. I don't understand what it is, but it's like a dentist drill to me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I prefer the uh, classic hip hop samplers and synthesizers and keyboards and MIDI instruments. But there's just something about Fruity Loops and the, the frequencies. <laughs> I, I just don't know. It just bothers me. Well, I guess you won't be using any of my beats now, will you? <laughs> oh, man, we'll see what happens. You got that MPC now, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. But the M- see, the MPC is not a standalone. It runs on either... Uh, it could run on the MPC software or it could run on FL Studio software. Ah, interesting. So, like, it's not a, it's not an MPC that you know you could play anywhere. You have to plug it into the computer to be able to use it and take samples from things. I see. Okay. It's one of those newfangled digital MPCs. Wow. Oh, okay. That in itself is crazy. Yeah, Always wanted yeah. an MPC. I did I too. But I thought it was gonna be, I thought it was gonna be like something the RZA had. But nope, you gotta plug this shit into a computer. <laughs> yeah, I bet you can find an old one somewhere. Yeah, for know. like thousands of dollars. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe somebody just has it. Um, maybe it wasn't theirs. Maybe it belonged to their their kid or their boyfriend or somebody, and they're just <laughs> like, oh, let me get rid of this thing. I don't know how much it's worth. <laughs> you know, Easy Mo B own this MPC. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> right. two million dollars. But yeah, man, I got the I got the ASR ten. I got that like uh, right out of high school. I think I got that. Yeah, yeah, I was right out of high school because I was working at a dollar store trying to save up my money. And um, yeah, the ASR is my baby. That's my wife. What is that? Is that a beat machine? It's a it's a, a sampling keyboard. It was the top of the line uh, when it came out. It has a sequencer. It's pretty much a full studio, really. Um, oh, shit, out, okay. Came out in the early 90s. Um it has a beautiful sound. Um, I don't know. I would say look it up. A lot of people use it. RZA had one. 
I don't know if RZA even actually had the MPC. I know for a fact he had the uh, ASR too. Dre has a Dre had an ASR. He had the ASR ten. He was he was uh, that was his main tool for a while. Um, when he signed Melman, he bought Melman a, a, a custom made ASR ten. He got, he got him the ASR X. It was gold. <laughs> they didn't even make those. Dre had it custom made for him. <laughs> oh shit, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool as hell. Yeah. God, um, what's his name? Ha- uh, Havoc had one for a while from Mob Deep. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dilla. Dilla had the ASR ten Q tip. A lot of people had it. And so it had it had the pads like for MPC like you could you could trigger nope. the pads no the the ASRX did because it was they wanted to emulate the MPC okay but so how the, did they uh, make beats would they did it with the keyboard yeah holy yeah. shit that's wild yeah. I thought they used right. the pads nope you get you just you grab samples you can shape the sample and you know the craft the sound. Uh, filter it, do whatever you wanted to do with it, and you could assign it to the keys. Holy shit! Okay. Yeah, that was a that was a hell of a lot easier for me than uh than the pads. Yeah, because I remember like when I came out, like my debut solo shit back in '95. Um, this guy who was like kind of managing us at the time, he sent me to one of his friends, and his friend had like a it was like a little gray box and it had little black pads on it and he was making beats off of that and i can't i don't know if it was an npc or you know i'm not sure what it was Hmm. all i remember is it being a little gray box with black pads and a bunch of knobs i'm gonna have to look into what that was yeah i don't even know it might have been like a a boss drum machine or something could have been yeah, Roland or something. Yeah, because because there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff, but there was just a couple that were at the top of the you know, about on Mount Olympus, like I like I like to say. <laughs> yeah. Got kicked yeah, out because you had more juice than them. <laughs> oh shit, man! It always kills me when people quote my. What? <laughs> <to me>, like, <laughs> self conscious. <laughs> your your rhymes could be definite quotables, man. For real. Oh man. Because you fire grenades, retire entire brigades. <laughs> I was proud of that verse. <laughs> that was the shit, man. I was I was actually listening to our first track couple, uh, yesterday. Yeah. yeah, man, I go back and listen to that a lot, man. And that was, I made that beat, the first beat I made on GarageBand. I know, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Shit, that was a pretty cool beat. I mean, it could have used a little bit, a little bit of spicing up, but you know, hindsight is twenty twenty and all. You know what? We filled it out. We filled it out with the verses and and the hook and everything. And then your samples that you put in, yeah. Yeah. So, in my opinion, I don't, I don't feel like anything was missing from it. Yeah, like when I look back, I think the only thing missing was I could have had some breakdowns in it. And, you know, I could have varied up the drum patterns a little bit. I guess. I guess. But I don't know. Because, like, basically the whole song is just one continuous loop. Right. So I could have added some variation to it. Yeah, that's always pretty cool to do. 
but I, I, I felt like there was already so much going on in the song itself. I don't know. Yeah, it's still good though. Yeah, I, I, like I got no beef go. with it. And that came out just because I showed you a lyric that I had on paper for about five or six years. And I was right. like, I'm retired, but I'll spit this rhyme for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. That whole thing came together, man. Like, we were almost done with the song before we were like, hey, let's make this a song. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, we just wrote after one another on that. Right. Because I remember you you put your bars in, and then I was like, okay, I know what I could I could put in here. Yeah, I'll do something with this. <laughs> and then it just became like an entire song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was, that was when I realized that it's pretty easy for me to write when I have somebody else to work off of. Yeah. I, I will not drop another solo album, that's for sure. Yeah. I just, I got no no desire for that like if if we do something with the squad then i'll get on it but solo shit nah i'm done with that yeah i have um sahin sahin and jcat said that i should try to put something together and like yeah i don't i don't probably not (laughs) (laughs) probably not i see on my phone something's on your phone or somebody's texting you I uh, I went to pick up my phone. Oh, there we go. Oh no, no, no! That's what the what is going on here? I went to pick up my phone and I forgot that the screen was on and I touched something and made you made you made Siri mad. Uh, come on now! What am I doing here? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> You know what? We just bumped out like 47 minutes <laughs> on the recording. <laughs> just just bullshitting. Yo, we should definitely release this as like a, a bonus. You've been tuned into the Inhuman Experience podcast. Join us again on this strange journey as these two geniuses attempt to make sense of the strange and the unexplained. If you've got a question or a story to tell, you can contact the Inhumans on Twitter at IEXP underscore podcast. Or you can email them at inhumanexperiencepodcast19 at gmail.com. Your story could appear on a future episode. Feel free to leave a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash inhuman dash experience dash podcast forward slash message and make yourself heard. Don't forget to leave a five-star review on iTunes for a shout-out and to have the review read by the boys. Thank you for tuning in, and until next time, we are the Inhumans. Are you experienced?